0: over. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trellor. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts? We're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some Raw Beauty Talks. Hello Raw Beauty crew. Last week, we talked all about getting on the same team with your body and tuning into the signals that your body is sending you. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I'd highly recommend just heading back there, tuning into that one. It's a short and sweet episode, but it really sets the stage for what we're going to talk about today. And everything will make a lot more sense, kind of builds on top of each other. So go listen to that one. Download the body scan that is available with that episode and then come back here because in this episode, we're talking all about how to zero in on a specific signal that your body is sending you so that you can communicate a little bit better with this teammate that you have. We're looking through this new lens of that your body is on your team. One area that it can get really confusing When we're talking about communicating with the body is tuning into hunger and fullness cues. So in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to listen to and how to tune into your hunger signals. If you're somebody who is an emotional eater or overeating, or you just want to feel better in your body, maybe you feel like your weight's been creeping up and you're not sure why. I mean, there are a million things that could be causing this, but regardless of who you are, what you look like, where you're from, if you can get back on the same team with your body, if you can tune into your hunger and fullness cues, it is going to be supportive to you. So maybe you're somebody who only knows that you're hungry when those hunger cues are really loud. When you are hangry or it feels like you need food right now. Maybe you get busy at work or you're just not super clued into the more subtle hunger cues and so you can only tell when you're hungry when it's when it's like really obvious. Or maybe you're somebody who gets full but you keep eating anyways. You never fully feel totally satisfied. So in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how to tune in to the more subtle hunger signals so that you can feed yourself before you get to that space where you're like 9 or 10 out of 10 on the hunger scale. Honoring hunger is all about recognizing those hunger signals. It's understanding how to differentiate hunger signals from other triggers that cause us to eat like emotions or boredom or stress, and then learning to trust hunger as a reliable guide for when to eat. Maybe you feel hungry sometimes, but you tell yourself you shouldn't have anything yet, that you should wait until Christmas dinner or that you should wait until 11 a.m., maybe you're intermittent fasting. So you may feel hunger, but you tell yourself that it's wrong or that it's not time yet. Now, for some of you, you don't even know when you're hungry or full, and you don't feel like you can trust yourself to know when you're hungry or full. And often when we're in this space, we outsource that information to somebody else to tell us when to eat. So somebody like a personal trainer or nutritionist, or I mean, a nutritionist would be a better space than like a random blogger or health influencer, but we, we tend to then outsource that information to somebody else. And then there may be some of you who don't ever feel like you're hungry. And that's okay. It's totally normal when you're struggling with emotional eating. We're going to work on rebuilding that connection. So I want to encourage you to really tune into your body's feedback mechanism. It's kind of like a fuel tank in a car. It will tell you when you need fuel and when you don't. We have something that I like to use with my clients called the hunger scale. Imagining a scale, almost like a thermometer right now, zero on the scale is no hunger. You're not hungry at all. You're not even focused on food. One, two, you're starting to notice the most subtle signs of hunger and maybe starting to think about food a little bit. Now, up at eight, nine, 10 on the hunger scale, you're really hungry. Food is what you're thinking about. The signals of hunger are getting a lot louder. So that gives you a bit of a picture of a hunger scale, and I'm going to refer to that a few times in this episode. My first question for you is this. How do you know when you're hungry? What are the signs? The first step in honoring our hunger is recognizing the hunger. So what lets you know that you are soon going to be hungry or that you are needing fuel? What are those signs? And if you're having trouble figuring out how to explain that, I want you to try this. Teach me how to know that I'm hungry. If I had to replace you for a day and feed myself, how would you teach me that I was hungry? How would you teach me when it was time to eat? The true signs of hunger are physical. It's like a stomach pain or foggy thinking. We get a bit lightheaded. There is extra saliva in the mouth. We might feel a little bit tired. Take a second to think about your own body and how it tells you when it's hungry. What's interesting is that true signs of hunger are all physical. They're not feelings or thoughts or urges to eat. It's a sensation in the body. Now, if you don't recognize any of these hunger cues within yourself, that's okay. Or maybe you only hear those cues when they're really loud, when the body's shouting at you with time and curiosity and check-ins and those mindful moments that we talked about in the last episode, you're going to be able to start recognizing them. For now, I just want you to try to tune into your own body and how it tells you that it's hungry. Even if you can only think of one sign, that's a start. We're practicing listening to the body. Now, sometimes with emotional eating, there are other triggers that cause us to eat even when we're not physically hungry. So we need to start recognizing the difference between physical hunger, your body signaling to you that you're hungry, or another reason to reach for food. A seemingly simple but powerful way of doing this, and you're going to almost laugh when I tell you this because it seems so simple, but trust me here. A simple way of beginning to differentiate between true physical hunger and emotional hunger is to simply ask yourself this question. Am I hungry? Three simple words. Am I hungry? Like I said, this sounds simple, but it's really powerful because it forces us to stop and think rather than just reacting. So what you could try next time you walk into the kitchen ask yourself, am I hungry? And then I want you to count backwards from five. Five, four, three, two, one. If you follow Mel Robbins, who I would highly recommend following, she talks a lot about the power of five, four, three, two, one. Essentially, it moves us out of unconscious patterning because we have to focus when we're counting down. If we're counting up, we can do it almost unconsciously. We've done it so many times. As soon as we reverse it, though, and we start counting down, we're breaking out of an unconscious conscious patterning. And now we're conscious. So now we're in a space where we are a little bit more in choice. We're a little bit more aware. We're a little bit more mindful. So ask, am I hungry? Then five, four, three, two, one. Then check in with your body to notice if you're feeling any of those physical hunger cues. If you notice a physical hunger cue your tummy's starting to feel a little growly or maybe it's just been a couple of hours since you've eaten last or you've got cold hands or foggy. foggier thinking, please feed yourself. That is your body telling you that it is ready for fuel. And whenever possible, I want you to try and eat when you're at about a two to five on that hunger scale. As soon as we start waiting until we're at a 7, 8, or 9 on that hunger scale, it means that our blood sugar levels have dropped substantially. And at this point, the body's moving into survival mode. It's like, we need glucose, we need fuel right now. And what's the fastest way of getting that? Well, white breads, crackers, chips, candy, like all of the things that gives us that sugar rush very quickly. None of these foods are bad, but if we're always waiting until we're an 8, 9, 10 on the hunger scale, then we're much more likely to be craving those foods, and we need a balance of foods. So by eating between a 2 and a 5 on the hunger scale, you're going to make much different choices about what you're putting in your body because you're not in that state where your blood sugar levels have dropped so much. Okay, so some of you are thinking, there are times when I know I'm not hungry but I eat anyways, Aaron. I just, like, I can't stop myself. As we bring more and more awareness to the way that We eat and how food and our actions make us feel, things will start to shift in small ways. I do have to say when I was struggling with binge eating, the compulsion to eat, even if I knew I wasn't hungry, was so strong, it felt like I couldn't stop it. And so it was only in working with a coach that I was really able to get into my body and do the healing work to help me move through that. If this is something that you're struggling with, please book a 20-minute mini coaching call with me so I can walk you through some specific exercises to support you with this. There's never anything to be embarrassed about when it comes to disorder behaviors around food because, listen, I have been there. I've done it all. And my greatest pleasure is helping support you and moving out of that space because I know how much goodness there is waiting for you on the other side. So in every episode, you can always check out the show notes, and there's a link to book a complimentary 20-minute mini coaching session with me where I can help you move through this stuff if it's feeling really sticky. For everyone else, when you go in and you ask, am I hungry, five, four, three, two, one, and you start to just get curious about what's going on, and you're bringing more awareness to whether you're physically hungry or whether it's an emotion that's driving the action. We're just going to start gathering that information. And then with that information, we can potentially make different choices. Sometimes you're still going to eat, but other times you might be like, wait, I'm just really lonely right now. And I'm going to call my friend or my mom or whatever it is. This food actually isn't going to help me solve this emotional Mm. craving that I have. heard that We form patterns around eating over the span of a lifetime, so everything is not going to change overnight. We're working on incorporating lots of little shifts into your life that will layer together to make a much bigger change. So be patient. Be patient with yourself in this process. It's almost like you're learning a new language. And while the communication was strong with your body before, it's been a little bit broken. And so it's going to take time to rebuild it. It's okay if you find yourself eating even though you aren't hungry now and then. And even when you're nailing it with this mindful eating, you're still going to have moments. Like I still have moments when I know I'm not hungry, but I'm going to grab that handful of chips while I'm making dinner. Or I'm at a birthday dinner and I'm so full from dinner, but they bring out an amazing dessert and I have it anyways. We just don't want to be eating like that all the time because then we start to see the body giving us signals that we're not in alignment. You know, we might start seeing breakouts or fatigue or weight gain or weight loss. You know, whatever whatever it is, we're just not in communication and in harmony with the body. So, okay, so let's summarize here for a second. True hunger is a physical sensation. It's not an emotion or a compulsion to eat. The physical sensation is going to start off quite quiet, and then it will get louder and louder if we're not honoring that signal or doing anything about it. So aim to eat when you're at anywhere from a 2 to a 5 out of 10 on the hunger scale when you can. Let's talk about emotional eating and zoom in on this topic for a second. So emotional eating is when we're using food to help us cope with emotions. Maybe we're overwhelmed or we're stressed or grandma said something at the holiday function that triggered us. And food is the best tool that we know how to use to cope with the emotions or feelings that we're experiencing. So food is just... This tool that gives us instant pleasure, that numbs the emotion for a second. I remember feeling with binging, it's almost like I was shoving the emotions down, 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 down so that they wouldn't come up and just take over. So in whatever way food is helping you cope. What I would like to support you in is building out a toolkit so that you have other ways of dealing with these emotions and feelings. Maybe you're setting boundaries or you're expressing emotion. Maybe you know how to regulate your nervous system a little bit better or you're working on reducing stress. For some people, there's trapped trauma in the body from abuse in the past or a narcissistic relationship or whatever it is. And we have to tend to those things so that they're not driving the ship anymore. And this is something that I love supporting you in. This week, I simply want you to start asking yourself, am I hungry? Notice if there are any physical signs of hunger, and if there are, eat. If there aren't, notice what it is that you're feeling. What is going on? What are you hungry for that can't be solved in the kitchen? Is it connection, love, excitement, creativity, a new job, family, whatever it is? Just notice, and notice if you're eating out of habit. Is there a pattern that you're in? You know, every day around 2 o'clock, you go and look for this. Or every day after the kids are in bed, you're grabbing all of the sweets and sitting down. We're having mindful moments and bringing awareness to the situation, starting to tune into the difference between true hunger and emotional hunger. And in this process, we begin to get back on the same team as our body. When our body is needing connection, we're not just giving it Cheetos because that's not supporting the body. The body needs connection. Or when the body is feeling really stressed or anxious, we're not having multiple bowls of cereal. Or for some people, losing your appetite and not having anything at all because the body needs to be regulated in that state. It needs tools and practices to help regulate the nervous system. Now, I have some more tips to support you with your relationship with food, but I need to give you these tips based on your specific eating style. There are four eating styles that I've identified in my now five years of coaching, and I created a free quiz to help you identify your unique eating style. This quiz is super fun. It's not meant to replace medical advice. It's simply meant to give you a little bit more awareness to some of your patterns or tendencies around food. And then I'm going to give you some tips and guidance around how to continue to build a healthy relationship with food, and subsequently your body, based on your unique eating style. So my food freedom quiz you can access. It takes about two to five minutes to go through it. It's super fun. And then you'll get a video message from me, tips, and links to specific podcast episodes created just for you. So click the link down below, head down there, do the food freedom quiz for me, and let me know which eating style you are. All right, everyone. I hope you took something from this episode today. Take what resonates and as always, leave the rest behind. If you found this helpful and you have a mother or a sister or a friend who might be able to take something from this too, please pass it on to them. You never know what a single podcast episode can do to change somebody's life. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. And as we head into the holiday season, I'm sending you extra love and support, whether you're set up and excited about it or this season feels a little bit harder. I am here for you and thinking about you and just so incredibly grateful. All right, everyone. Have a beautiful day. I'll see you next week. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Raw Beauty Talks community at Raw Beauty Talks. And remember, it's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week.